A listener note. This show contains adult themes and mild coarse language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to REM Waking World. Season 1, Episode 1, Cave Dwellers. You can't keep us in isolation. Let us out of this cell immediately. Haven't heard the guards for a while. Maybe they're having coffee. Do baddies have coffee too? At least we're in adjoining cells. We can see each... It's happening again, Jim. You're flickering. What is this? Where am I? The Faust system. Realm of Nightmares. They abducted us from the studio, remember? The whole dream company taken. And now you're disappearing again. Completely physically fading. I don't know what the flickering is. You were fading, and then you were completely gone for a second. Tell me what's happening when it's happening. I go blank. I'm here, and then I'm not. It's starting to happen more and more often. Last time, I was in the dream writer's room. Alice said I was gone for about two seconds. Thought I was just passing out, but... As you say, I'm physically disappearing now, for a few moments at a time. Only one today, but it's frightening. It can't be good. Think it's because I've been here too long. Most dreams are only a few minutes, right? Thought I'd wake up by now. What if I get lost up here? What if I go into the void and that's it? How long have I been asleep? Jacob. Probably should have told you this before we were kidnapped, but I'm not. I, I'm inside his. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not from this world. I'm human. Surprise! <laughs> I wanted to say something, but I, I was having too much fun producing all those wonderful dreams. It's my dream job, literally. I'm from that waking world you've all been talking about at rehearsals. Except, as we've established, I'm not waking. I'm still in this dream world. And this part is not much fun. Jacob, you're one of the world's top dream writers. I've known you since you were a child. I've been here for a few weeks. I mean, I'm Jacob, but I'm not the Jacob. I'm in his body and probably... Probably he's in mine. On Earth. I'm from Earth. I'm one of those human consumers you guys design the dreams for. Maybe you should sit Down on Earth, there's this pandemic. Kind of like what's going on up here. The nightmare virus taking over dreams like they're doing. We're not allowed outside. We have to isolate from everyone else so we don't catch the virus. Or we don't become a carrier and pass it on to someone else. We're only allowed to go outside to pick up essential things. And it's been months now. There's police fining people who are too close and everything. Down there, I live alone. No family like up here. No kids and perfect wife. Not even a hint of a girlfriend since... Well... That's not important. I'm like three days alone down there. 
the time it'd take someone to notice I was dead in my flat. Three days. I've calculated it. I know. Depressing. And before the pandemic, there were the bushfires. We didn't want to go outside because the air was all smoky and orange and... Well, and frankly, if I had to leave my home because of fire, I wanted to stick around as long as I could, get some use out of the place, get some use out of the things that I had, in case they all turned to ash. Nothing like an act of God to make you realise how little control you have over your life. And then it flooded, not joking, and then the virus. Fires, floods, and now plague. It's getting biblical down there and not in the fun sense. Don't get me wrong, I've been training for this isolation thing my whole life. I'm a cave dweller by nature. My record is three weeks without stepping out the front door. When you can get everything delivered, why not? I've deluded myself into thinking I need this time to create the next masterpiece. But if I'm honest, I'm not a big fan of people. My biggest fear is they'll find a vaccine and I'll have to be reintroduced into the wild. Have you been spending time with the mad Listen, if they make a vaccine, I'll have to go back to teaching in the classroom with all the mobile germs. And I'm not talking about the kids. The kids are never the problem. It's the martyrs. Oh no, I couldn't possibly be at home sick. The world won't turn without me here to finish the curriculum audit. I'll tell you what will finish the curriculum audit. COVID-19. I used to always say, boring is for boring people. I never get bored. There's always something to do. There's never enough time to do the things I want to do. But I think there's a difference. When you act like a hermit by choice and it's not socially acceptable, it's a guilty pleasure. When you're forced to be a shut-in, it's different somehow. The only possibilities are what your two-bedroom flat has to offer. And all I have to talk to is my Google Home or another bloody Zoom meeting. Even I started to run out of ideas. Or maybe, more realistically, I started to wonder what was the point of life? I'd watched everything by now, everything on Netflix. Do you have Netflix up here? Of course you would, someone dreamed it up. <laughs> everything on Stan, Amazon Prime, iView, YouTube, Hey You, Hulu, or Disney Plus. Well, no true procrastinator is worth their salt with only one streaming service. I was trying to write something. I'm always trying to write something. I'm tired of trying to write something. Get on the coronavirus bandwagon and write something to go viral. See what I did there? I'm a writer. <laughs> write a play, write a novel, write a fiction podcast. Something about the difficulties of social distancing. Hmm. Difficulties? Being socially distant from... Uh, the lady at work with her boring stories about how she goes to the gym every morning. <laughs> Smoke a carton of cigarettes. Down a bottle of vodka. Rob a bank before work. That would be impressive. Not how your bloody Pilates class made you so sore. No, there are worse hardships than social distancing. But my opinions aren't universal. Who would relate to what I have to say? 
And if you know what you write won't be successful, is it worth the time? Also, what if I started another all-consuming writing project and they suddenly opened everything up again? The enemy of imagination is interruption. Nothing worse than a half-finished masterpiece sitting around the house haunting you, screaming at you, finish me, finish me. Sometime. But honestly, I had nothing. Paralysis of choice. So much I could write, rendering everything into one big, demotivating cloud of nothing. Nothing was coming. Actually, nothing wasn't coming. It already arrived weeks ago, moved in, and now is living with me. Weeks of unending nothing on tap. Plenty of plotting, no story. You know, I can never seem to get to the point. Kind of like this. So I gave up on being creative. Started sleeping all the time. Too much sleeping, in fact. And with the sleeping came the dreaming. That's how I got here. And when I dream, I dream in so much detail. You speak in a lot of detail. Yeah. And I've been stewing in my anger, marinating in fury. I'm angry at the government, world leaders in general. Except for Jacinta Ardern, I love her. In fact, I'd like to move to New Zealand. But everyone else can go and get... Not Corona. I was having these anger-fueled dreams, storming Parliament House shouting at people who bring their Drongo kids to the shopping centre like it's a family outing. Those kids could just as easily stay at home. Are we doing this social distancing thing or what, Australia? Well, she'll be right, mate. Calm down. Then there was the zombie cruise dream. I loved that one. I dreamt I was this entertainment director on a cruise ship during a zombie outbreak. Do you ever have those dreams when you're someone else? Only it's you. An order from the room service menu. What's your cabin number? 1122. We'll send some entertainment packs your way. Cruise credit free. I hate colouring. I want to go to the pool. Oh, for the days when we closed the pool because somebody had peed in it. My dad lets me watch The Walking Dead. I'll be alright. Can't keep us from this damn ship. We're Australian citizens. Do I detect an accent, madam? How dare you? I live on the North Shore and we're clean. I was packing sanitizer and baby wipes before it was cool. We haven't been anywhere. I mean, honestly, who wants to play coits during an outbreak? Only 20 allowed in the theatre too, and they're all elderly people. Those selfish old bastards plant their synthetic hips in place, waiting in those seats from 7am for a 12 o'clock session. By the time I wait for one of them to get up the steps and out of there, I would die from my own old age. Take a look at your room service log. We've been in our room, bored out of our brains, ordering food since the zombie attack in the buffet. 
I thought being trapped on a ship with hundreds of drunk bogans was bad enough. I'm sorry, madam. Quarantine regulations prohibit disembarking until we're declared safe by the captain. Meanwhile, my family becomes the buffet. And frankly, with our combined cranial matter, the six of us are little more than a happy meal to fend off those Your zombies. Your need to return to your cabins. Plenty more cruise entertainment to be had. Don't want to miss our cruise director Tiffany's special isolation game show. It's on the cruise channel on the TVs in your cabin. Starts in 10 minutes. It's cool. So you think you're in isolation. Featuring trivia from all your favourite isolation movies. Gravity. Wild. Rear window. Wally. You're the Wally. What about Castaway? Tom Hanks. Everyone loves Tom Hanks. My dad says Tom Hanks has the virus. All the more reason to pay tribute to his movies. You can ring in and win prizes. I'll give you a hint. What did he call his little volleyball friend? Watson. Watch The Walking Dead too. Wait, stop! Cut off his head! No, no! She's not a walker. That's what they call zombies in The Walking Dead. Get this thing away from me! Oh, right. Not a problem. We're allowed to disembark now, everyone. Did the captain say? Well, he didn't not say it. Your cruise card, madame? Oh, thank God the captain's got brains in his head. Well, actually, not so much anymore. I don't care. Let me out of this floating incubator. Come on, darlings. Got your cruise cards? Oh, for God's sakes, Lewis. It was next to the bloody tail monkey. I'm out. You guys are on your own. Wait, it's not safe. Come on, now. Literally, yes. I kept having the same one, or variations on the theme. My mind made the COVID victims into zombies. It is like a zombie apocalypse down there. This is how it all happens in the movies. We get sick, we die, we reanimate. What if they reanimate? No, I I know, disrespectful. But what if? People are stocking up like they're preparing for years in a bunker. In one of my dream variations, I'm a supermarket checkout chick and I'm fighting with this customer over toilet paper. I got so much of a buzz letting my anger out. I wanted more of that buzz, so I was always trying to go back to the same dream. The fun part is, when I return to the dream, I'm in control because I know I'm dreaming. So suddenly the entertainment director has superpowers and clears the pool deck of zombies. Awesome, Marius. You're the best entertainment director in the world. That was like watching a live Walking Dead show. Now, can I go in the pool? Any chance you could scoop the brains out of this bar? Then in the supermarket one, I became this toilet paper ninja, using puzzle pieces as my ninja stars and handing out free meat trays to all the patient people. Thank you so much, Paper Ninja. You've saved my family from becoming 
what to me was far worse than anything. Vegans. It was my new addiction. Working out how to visit a dream twice. First time, no control. Second time, total awareness. Finally feeling some control in my situation. Power over the dream. And my imagination was on fire. I tried to go back several times, but it was almost impossible. Then my last dream, it was perfect. I looked like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, only I knew it was me. I was visiting the leader of the land of Oz. He was kind of like a Morrison-Trump-Johnson hybrid. Monstrous. An orange Oompa Loompa tan, messed up green toupee, and that smug Morrison smirk. He was hiding behind this great big mask, like the Wizard of Oz, only COVID friendly. And right off the bat, true to form, he couldn't help telling us how wonderful he was. Welcome to the ivory tower of Oz, the great and wonderful. We are so great. We are making Oz more wonderful. So wonderful. Are you all standing a wonderful 1.5 meters apart? We're, we're trying to. I'm here with my lion cubs. We're on an excursion. They should be in school with all the other animals. Uh, well, that leads me to my question. Oh, great and wonderful Oz. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> so great. <laughs> Now, in my classroom back in Munchkinland, we're unable to meet your guidelines of four square metres of space around us. We have about 25 cubs. With those guidelines, we can only fit six cubs inside the classroom. Uh, that's not a question. It's a pretty big question, actually. Where do all the other cubs go? Run wild? Not even Glinda the Good can work that magic. Well... They mustn't go to the Emerald Mall or be looked after by their elderly grand lions. They'll spread the virus. You must all go back to school. That is my great and wonderful answer. So great. So wonderful. What about the teachers and their families? You never mention the teachers. <laughs> now we're talking fairy tales. Our plan for Oz is great and wonderful. So great. So wonderful. Now, follow the yellow brick road back to school. They're the safest places in all of Oz. So safe. So wonderful. The Witch of the South closed the Fake news. We have the power to make the witches of the North, South, East and West do what we want. But we don't need to because they're cooperating at the moment. And to beat this crisis, we need the cooperation and support of all Aussians. Now go! Make Oz more wonderful. Show yourself. Come out from behind that mask. I was loving it. Finally, a chance to speak my mind to that turd. 
Then I woke up wanting more. So I went back to the dream and boy did I enjoy that second tirade. Four months of seething rage, blasting him with all guns blazing. But then, then, my stupid neighbour woke me. Listen, if you're past 50, I say, turn off the beginner lessons on YouTube and step away from the bloody saxophone. I was still in this rage, right? I concentrated all that anger and focused. I focused hard. That time, the only time, or this time, it worked. I was back. Third time lucky. I was thinking, idiot neighbour had better bloody not wake me because these ruby slippers are made for kicking. Kicking the great and wonderful Oz in his little wizard. But only moments after I'd finally got back, everything was different. I tried to control it with my mind, but it wasn't working. The dream melted away and I was here, in your world, the REM. All the cubs transformed into actors, <laughs> like they'd been in that god-awful Caps movie and someone had yelled cut. And you, Oz was suddenly you with orange makeup and a bad wig. Sorry about the kicking, by the way. And you were all clapping. Like you're all just in a play? Only my dream was the play and we were all in the dream production studio together. I looked down. I was transforming from a little girl in gingham to uh, a dream version of myself. Only so much better looking and with no gut. I know this because I could see my ruby slippers change to size 12 Italian leather shoes. And I knew they weren't my shoes because I've got three pairs from Target. And that's if you count a pair of thongs. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not in Australia anymore. Flip-flops? And I have kids up here. And they're a dream. I know people say this about their kids, but mine are actually a dream. And I have a beautiful wife and this dream job and that house. And I'm human. Now that I think of it, you have been acting odd. Like the unicorn in the stable the other day. It was almost as though it was the first time you'd seen one. Weird. I know, right? And I was thinking I'd wake up eventually, but I haven't. God knows he'd still be on that bloody saxophone and I'm not waking. I'm worried. I've worked it out. First time, enjoying the dream. Second time, I'm in control. Third time, this. Dreamland is in control of you. Me. Or have I died? And now I'm starting to flicker and fade. Why am I fading? I have to leave, Selu. Now. First of all, they're listening in. Probably should have told you that before, but hardly got a word in. Who's listening? Them. They're listening right now. You've just told them you're human and you want to leave. No, don't worry. They probably turned off ages ago. 
Lord of Dreaming, you could talk the wings off a pig. <laughs> Don't worry. These guards are from the Nightmare Realm. Too busy wickedly plotting to actually do anything. But of all times, Jacob. Oh, uh, Jacob too. J2. <laughs> this is the moment you choose to leave. Now all the magic and fun is over. Now we've been imprisoned in Faust. Now nightmares are taking over the world. And you say you're human. Prove it. Prove it, J2. Quick. Create something. Make something appear. If you really are from the waking world, you'd have unprecedented powers here in the Orient. I can't. The Dreamland controls me. Does it? Or do you just think it does? The mind's a powerful thing, Jaden. Especially a human mind. You people have created most of what exists in our world. Imagine something. I know. A key. A key that would open this cell. Wait a minute. A key that would open everything. I've never seen a human here before. Don't think there's ever been one. But if you want to wake up, no one's going to give you the information in here. I'll help you find the answer. But first, the key. Imagine a magic key right here by my feet. Just close your eyes and imagine it. Do it. What else have you got? I know you're a cave dweller, but come on. Try it. Close your eyes and imagine. It's only a small object. Concentrate. Come on. Stop plotting. And start doing it. Okay. Here goes. Come on. Concentrate. Holy Morpheus! You are... You did it! the cell. Oh, holy Morpheus, J2. We've got to get out of here. Must be someone out there who knows how to get you home. To wake up. Come on. Though, I'm not quite sure why you'd want to. When here, you're a god, J2. A god. REM Waking World is written, directed, and produced by Joshua Coombs. The voice of Jacob and Selu are Joshua Coombs. Episode 1 also features Samantha Ann, Kate LaFever, Elijah Owen, and Lewis Marshall. Original REM Waking World theme, sound design, and artwork by Joshua Coombs. 
Special thanks to Lauren Shippen for the inspiration, Amanda McLaughlin, Julia Shafini, Eric Schneider, and Multitude for their expert advice and resources. The Adobe Audition Learn team, Susan Coombs, Caroline and Aisha Farrell, Michelle Feely, and Angelo Gattoni. For additional content or to donate to our podcast, please visit our site, www.remwakingworld.com. You can also find us on Podbean, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, WordPress, YouTube, and Pinterest under REM Waking World. For any questions or just to say hi, email us at remwakingworld at gmail.com. Thanks for taking time to listen and dream.